For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I was thinking Josh is probably going to make some sort of a comment that it's late and he's he's about ready to go to bed or he's he's got a drink, some sort of energy drink that he's currently sponsored by to, or something. Yeah, no, it's uh, the bedtime uh, comment tonight. So little man, we just put him down. He's sleeping right now, so... Uh... I'm about to hit the hay as well after I jump off the phone, but I uh, figured I'd stay up and talk to the fellas um, again, so uh, it's good to be back on. How old's the little man? Uh, he's four months today, actually. Wow. And is he sleeping through the night? Uh, he wait. Well, yeah, I am. <laughs> My sleep through the night. <laughs> no, yeah, he's, uh, he wakes up once. So he, he wakes up anywhere from like 3.30 to 4.30. Um, we give him a bottle and then he goes back down to it. Uh, my wife has to go to work in the morning, so she gets up about six. So he wakes up with her or he wakes up about six thirty or seven when I get up. Oh, so that's a big swing in your program in the morning. If, if, uh, she takes care of that morning deal or if he sleeps in with you, right? Because for me, I, I, pray that my kid she's three now but i pray that she gets up and goes with mom to to the lady that watches the the daycare the in-house daycare thing because otherwise i don't know how my chick does it because she'll get her up and they'll she gets to work on time and it's no problem for me and i don't have a set schedule so i don't have to you know like you i i just got a lot to get done but i don't have to be somewhere at a certain time and it takes me forever to get you know what i mean that's because she's well, working yeah she takes one shoe off while you're putting the other one on you that got whole it, deal. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you yeah, like no, being a dad? Oh man, it's awesome. It's definitely it's definitely a lot of work, but it, I mean, it, we're um, my wife and I are at that stage in our lives where we're like we wanted to have a baby, so we're prepared to do the work that needs to be done. And and I mean, it, it for us, it's fun and exciting, and and uh, I mean, uh, waking up at Honestly, I don't. I don't wake up very often at night with her, but um, she, like you said, she doesn't seem to complain about it. And if I had to do it, I'm sure I'd be complaining. But uh, but I'm thankful she's around and she she does that. And and I look after him um, for the, for a couple of days a week anyway when I have to, and then drop him off at the babysitter when I got to go do stuff. And then uh, his grandma is uh, she just retired, so uh, perfect. Got him three days a week, so it's like. It has it's worked ideal. It's, uh, yeah, it is. It is ideal. <laughs> yeah. No, my, and I'm on the opposite spectrum. My daughter is uh, a freshman in college, so. Uh, but I, I mean, I can kind of remember those days uh, if I if I try a little bit harder. But <laughs> it's uh, you, you know, know, it's got to be a great thing. I mean, and I, I. I don't know how you do it, Tony, at your age with the three-year-old. At my age, <laughs> but I'm uh, 41. It's not like I, I, I. Thank and, you. And Josh, I'm I'm 43, so you kind of do the math there. My yeah. daughter's a freshman in college, so anyway, you got to be pushing 30, don't you, Josh? Yeah, 30. Yep, I'm 30. Exactly. That's what I thought. Yep. So, uh, 
And, 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 and you know, uh, back to the little kid thing, when we had our kid, we lived in the, in the other house, yeah. and it was uh, her room was so far from my bedroom, I didn't hear her cry or anything in, in the night. Now we, we've moved down by the track, and so it's, uh, you know, like I, I when she wakes up, I can hear her stirring in her bed and everything. So And we have another bedroom, but to have another kid... I would have to wake up. I think it would, the kid would wake me up every night and I'm just not real fond of that. So I, uh, I don't think I have a hard time with my dog snoring right now. (laughs) Your dog does snore. (laughs) Josh strings, our guest, we're getting a little off topic, but, uh, congratulations on winning the 2018 Kenda full gas sprint enduro series championship. Yeah. Thanks. It was, uh, it was a good weekend. I mean, it was a good year for the for the full gas, so I enjoyed it and um, ended up being a fun weekend. I mean, the last round was on a on another golf course, and we so we had a grass track on the golf course and then an enduro test up in the hills. And I mean, the, it rained a little bit on Friday night, but other than that, the conditions were perfect. You know, I mean, it was cold, but um, the dirt was perfect, and uh, yeah, I mean, I rode, felt like I rode good good enough Saturday to be able to just ride. Um, comfortably on Sunday and and wrap it up. So I mean, it was it was uh, it's a good way to finish the year. Anyway, we've got a GNCC this weekend, but it's a good way to finish off the, the one series. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, I'm I'm happy with it. And, and uh, uh, I mean, it's a good good um, accomplishment to put on my resume for sure. You did you say you had a, a test on a golf course? Yeah, yeah. So the race was that was the, this race. Um, is advertised that we race on a golf course. Uh, it's a place in it's a dream. exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, no kidding. I mean, it's not a it's not a PGA golf course. So, I mean, we're not going to run into Tiger Woods out there or anything. But, but uh, it's it's a golf golf course still. So, uh, I mean, yeah, we jumped off a couple of tee boxes and uh, rode around. The, like we didn't ride on the greens or nothing. Uh, but up and down the fairways, and it's, I mean, it was all grass, one hundred percent grass. So, Did you hit any sand traps? So, uh, no, there wasn't any sand traps. Oh. Did he just destroy the place or what? Well, so that's the thing. It's not it's not a high end golf course and <laughs> so in, the back, in the back side of the property there's a motocross track and they oh. have a mud bog. So it's kinda whoever owns the place they that's... must be into motorsports or whatever and then it's into golf and moto. Yeah. So it's a little bit of everything. It was the Hidden Valley Golf yeah. Course in Glen Daniel. Yeah. West, yeah, not Glendale, Glen Daniel, which is much different than the Glendale Golf Course uh, in. Uh, I would imagine in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> much different. I've driven by that one. It, it doesn't sound like it. They would have a mud bog or a motocross track, but so I, I mean, I gotta believe that it just destroyed. I mean, we have races, you know, like uh, sometimes through people's yards and stuff, and I'm racing, and I'm thinking, oh man, this has got to be bad for you know, like like. Yeah. off-road enduro a lot of enduros and stuff you know we'll go through you know how it goes you've raced them. I mean, yeah. you're, you're going through somebody's backyard and they're standing there watching and you're like man i'm sorry about your grass and you're just pinned across it and i don't know it just yeah, seems well, odd to be at a golf that, course yeah i think the, the like i think when you get to west virginia the about this time of year is when everything stops growing anyway because it, it gets so damn cold up there <laughs> Uh, well, not up to compare where you are, actually, I guess. But anyway, West Virginia for me is cold. So uh, I think I think he has it this time of year so he can regrade it and reseed it and then 
over the winter it gets covered up and no one uses it at all and the grass comes back so um, in the springtime there grass grows like kudzu so I think it's all once in six well this time by this time next year the grass is back and you can hardly tell there's been a race there so um, and I think the property owners <clears throat> they wanted to have the race there and I think they they understand what what goes on and the, the dirt bikes tear up grass I think they get it and um, I think they just I think they understand that almost everyone who rides rides a dirt bike wants to race on a golf course so. for sure yeah because that's like yeah. every dirt bike dirt biker's yeah. dream i'm not gonna incriminate myself but i know a guy he do that d- <laughs> did that when he was younger and it was in the paper and it was awesome <laughs> and it was awesome from what he told me uh huh. <laughs> josh huh. strings our guest josh uh your uh your season is coming to a close in the uh the uh at iron man at the gncc um very cool track very uh very popular they get in incredible turnouts what's the weather looking like for this weekend oh i don't know i looked at the weather briefly uh maybe on the weekend i think it looked like rain friday saturday or maybe saturday sunday so Mm -hmm. uh, that that place is fun uh i did i'm not i I was trying to think when i saw the weather what if i we'd ever had a rain rainy race there and i i can't remember having one in the 10 years of being down there or something. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what it's like. I have a feeling it'll probably get pretty technical and, and uh, fairly muddy. So Yeah. Um, but it is, I mean, it's fun, man. There's a lot of people go. Uh, it's, it's a good way to end the, end the year and that sort of stuff. So I'm excited to get up there. And then uh, the weekend after, I head down to Chile for the six days. So Oh, yeah. i uh, got technically got two races left for the year and then uh, end the Middle of November, when I get back from six days, I'll have a bit of a break and uh, relax a bit. I think. So the the two things uh, talking about the Crawfordsville. Do you get to hook that big uphill jump? No, that one. That one. No. Well, there's two big ones. There's the one that, that comes out from uh, the bottom of the creek. I think I I don't know, I think we rode over it last year, but I don't think any of us are stupid enough to jump it on our wood wood suspension. What's the matter with you? So, uh, uh, you're Josh Strang. You you the guy that spent a whole year or two yeah. doing nothing but motocross. Yeah. You're my guy. Yeah, but but I get paid. You what? We lost you. What'd you say? I say I get paid to race in the woods, not to jump big jump and to finish. I think there's a big part <laughs> yeah. of the getting paid is part of finishing. Yeah, and you know he's a champion now of this full grass sprint enduro. Full, full, gra- gra- full grass. Full grass. Sprint grass enduro. Full grass. <laughs> Jack, can oh you get Ryan gosh. Sipes on the phone? Because oh, I know man. he'll jump that jump. Yeah. I don't know what this well, guy here, this Mr. Sprint yeah. Enduro guy is talking yeah, about. But, but we'll, I'll, I'll talk some shit on Ryan. Ryan will jump that jump, but I'll, I'll beat him in the race. There you go. There, yeah. <laughs> and and he would probably say the same. Yeah, but Ryan could also flat track and... Uh, 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 he, that he, yeah, he did. And that straight rhythm. Cool he, he was cool that him going to do uh, doing flat track. I like that. That's... Uh, it's something that I think I would like to have a go at. Oh, uh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, be something. I mean, he did, he did good at it, and it looks fun. Have you never done that at home? When you no. got, have you, when you went home, you've never because isn't that fairly popular at home? Yeah, I think so. But more down towards the city where uh, it's not where I, where I grew up. There wasn't much. Yeah, uh, Troy Bayless Classic. Yeah, Troy Bayless is yeah. uh, big on it. Yeah, yeah. Josh, uh, your your ISDE that you're going to getting ready to do in Chile. Talk about that. That's such a neat event, and 
and uh, you know we were talking about that event a while back um, after the motocross and nations how how good the other teams are and and just that whole uh, team aspect there and, and how well the teams work together what's your program like going there for ISDE uh, yeah well it's, so I go to race for Australia obviously and uh, I mean I don't see any of the guys honestly I know I think I only know two of the guys that are on both the senior and trophy team that's Daniel Manning and Daniel Sanders so um, but I've always found going to the six days it's a good it's just a good time like we get the, the bit I hate the worst, the most about the six days having to walk all the special stuff. We end up doing like seventy to a hundred miles of walking leading up to the race, just to just to get the stuff. That's insane. A like, hundred miles? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Man. That's horrible. I hate it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Can you do like a mm-hmm. e bike or an e bike or something? <laughs> no, so, no, we can over here, but not at the six days. No, you only had to walk. So. Oh, I'd be um, petitioning on something, trying uh, to get need, need something to done. Yeah, but but like it's good. Like I just like going for the experience. But our our I guess our sports commission in Australia pays for us to go. Uh, like they cover our accommodation and flights and food and all that sort of stuff to go to race and in another country. And I mean, if someone else is paying for the bill, I'm going to try and do it as long as I can because it is fun. I mean, last I went to Spain. Two years ago, and I, I shattered my ankle on the first day, or shattered my heel on the first day. So, I mean, that's that's not that wasn't such a good such a good thing. But I mean, it's just fun hanging out with the boys. Um, just you just talk junk the whole time, do stupid stuff that you probably shouldn't do, and then and then you get the race you do it by for your own country, which um, I mean is awesome in itself. But, and who doesn't want uh, to do that? Yeah, that's all right. When you go home, do they have parades? <laughs> no. No. All right. They will now. They he will just added now. Another just, championship. Another championship. To his, yeah. To his uh, career. Do you? Uh, so down there, that's a crazy amount of walking. I had. I guess I didn't realize you walked. Do you need to walk that much? You think? I mean, you figure it out, right? You don't need to walk the whole thing. Well, yeah. The problem is that there is people that are walking that. Like, they'll, we'll walk the test, I guess, two to three times each, and there might be seven or eight tests. So if you don't if you don't walk the test, then the first day of the first day of the test, you're going to lose, it might be five seconds of test. And if we did eight tests a day, that's what's that? That'd be 40 like minutes. 40 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. 40 seconds, I mean, sure. Yeah, 40 seconds. So, I mean, that, and if you lost that in one day, then it, that's really hard to make up. Even if you the next day you read the same test and you were able to make up twenty seconds of it. Hmm. Wow! So so you have to be. It's hard to. Yeah, it's hard to. Like I hate. I really do not like the walking, but I think walking. The, the, the H word came out there, and and I think you caught yourself. But I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, Josh, we're. We're almost out of time, but I wanted to uh, talk to you about next year. I, I know there's, uh, at least I think I know what you're doing. Can you talk about it? Uh, no, at the moment, just uh, just trying to finish this Ironman race off and uh, the six days with Husky. So um, when I get back from Chile, I think I'll have a better better idea of what I'm doing next year. and um, Hopefully we have it all figured out by then. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, I know that uh, the GNCC has, has got a lot of, you know, obviously they're, they're doing very well. Um, they are, uh, you know, the turnouts for the GNCCs are insanely good. And, uh, you know, I, I, there was a time when I thought, well, this can't, they can't sustain these kind of turnouts, but they have been. What have the turnouts been like for the, for the uh, full gas sprint enduros? Yeah, I think like, I mean, I think we've touched on this a couple of times, the, like that series, you can only get it so big because if they get, if they get many more numbers, then the, there's not enough time in the day to run the, all the tests that we have to do. So I think he's about, I think they're about anywhere from 200 to 300 riders each round, which is pretty good, I think, for and that type of race. And I mean, any more than that, and that you'd like to say there's not enough time in the day to run. So what does he do though? Josh, I mean, it, it, that's, and you think about that versus 2,200 entries for GNCC, they're killing it. What, what can he do? to to uh, make that series, or maybe he doesn't want to do that, but it just seems to me like they're, you know what I mean? It seems like he's so limited by that. Is is there, but he's full. He's at capacity every round, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, some it's, all, it's the same as everywhere. You go some places, they might have low numbers, and then they'll go to another place that will be probably more numbers than he, putting more numbers than he needs. I, I don't I don't know. You don't like the GNCC is massive, but the GNCC also have. Um, I don't even know. They might have twenty employees, maybe maybe more. At least, yeah. So, yeah. So you, to do to run a series that big, you have to have more staff, more more everything. So and then I guess that would equal more headache in hand for whoever's running the show. And I think like Hooper, <clears throat> um, he does. He runs the full gas, and I think he has a handful of people that help him out. And I think it, I think he enjoys doing it. So you want you get you got six hundred riders, you're going to have to probably do twice as many rounds, so you can spread it all out. I guess. I mean, honestly, I don't know. I think for me, it's good. I like it because I get to do my racing. Um, the Hotspur support me to go there, which is good. And uh, I mean, I enjoy doing them. They're they're, they're a lot of fun. Josh, you've uh, one of your peers is a, is a friend of mine, and uh, in a private conversation, he he talked about how you are you have uh, you're one of the guys that have put in the work over the years and truly trained and really you know no enhancements, nothing. You've just really. Um, put in hard work and really have earned everything that you've gotten. Um, you're, how long do you see yourself racing? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I had to work hard to stay over here for one. Uh, when I came over, if I didn't, the goal was to, to stay here as long as I could. And if it didn't work, then I was going to have to go back. So, I mean, I always had to work hard. Otherwise I was going back to get a real job in Australia. So I want to stay here. So I work hard, but, uh, I think uh, I've committed to four more years, I think, racing. Uh, and then when I get to 35, I'll see see how I feel. You'd be uh, so old then. No, nah, that's not old. 41's old. I can attest <laughs> that. <laughs> that's Long awesome. Years old as, as you act. Hey, 
Josh, one quick question. When you do decide to retire from racing, are you planning to stay here in the States? Are you going to go back home? Are you going to, if you stay here, are you going to help with other racers? Are you going to kind of run some camps? What do you kind of see the, the end being for you? Yeah, I don't, I mean, that's, that's something that I've, because I know, I mean, if it, if four years didn't work out, I've only two years, I want to have something to fall back on. That's what I've been trying to figure out. I mean, I'd like to help, help out kids and, or people on how to ride or race or train, but the problem I have is I find a lot of the kids coming up don't want to put in the work that I feel should be put in. Um, so I have hard, I have, I'd probably get the sack the first week I was training some people. So, um, but yeah, you're fired. Maybe you're fired. Yeah, I'd get get fired. Yeah, but uh, we've talked about going home. Maybe when I've done racing, here, go home. Maybe a couple of years racing at home. Um, let the wife and the kids, or the wife and kids, uh, experience Australia instead of just just being there for a vacation. I would I would like to do that, but it's uh, still up in the air yet. Uh, we've got look, there's a there's some time time for all that conversation, but uh, yeah, I mean I don't know. Honestly, I really don't know. I like the training side of things and, and helping people out, so maybe it would go that way. But uh, at the moment, I'm still focused on racing and, and trying to win. Yeah, your wife's an American, right? Yeah, she's uh, from she's a North Carolinian. She was a Hooters girl that you met? <laughs> Just kidding. Jeez, <laughs> oh, uh, Tony. I was, I was trying to think of a better restaurant than Hooters. <laughs> hey, uh... Congratulations, Josh. It's always fun having you on. Thanks for staying awake so late for us. We appreciate it. Um, good <laughs> yeah. luck this weekend in Crawfordsville, okay? Yeah, no, I think so. I'll be on again. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. This is Pit Pass. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.